Hey, this is Nathan. And this is Thomas. And we are here today with Not the Pastor, and this is going to be the first of a two-part episode with guest Austin Pollard, and we're going to be talking with him about a philosophy of children's ministry. Now, Brother Austin has been at Bible Baptist Church in Stillwater for 11 years, and he's been over their children's ministry for 10 of those years. And I can guarantee you, you do not want to tune out for one second of this discussion. It's going to be good. It's going to be helpful. And I know that you will enjoy listening to these next two episodes as we discuss philosophy of children's ministry. Brother Austin, thank you so much for being with us today on the show. And for the sake of our listeners, how about you just start off by telling us a little bit about you, your family, where you all are at? Sure. That's, that's a, an interesting story. And uh, I was first introduced to the ministry of Bible Baptist Church in Stillwater, Oklahoma, where we, we live and we serve uh, through our bus ministry. I was reached by a, um, a, a bus worker, came to our house and knocked on our door, invited us to come for a special Sunday. And it, I, I tell people that I came and I heard the gospel. I'd never heard the gospel before. I was 12 years old, which typically when you hear about kids that come on the bus, 12 is a very old age for someone to start coming to church. And I heard the gospel for the first time. I, our own sent missionary to the country of Slovenia, Brother Monty Barlow, was preaching, teaching junior church at the time. And it just, I mean, very clear gospel message. And I, I knew that I did not have what he spoke of, and so I needed to I needed to repent of my sin, and I did, and that was just a, a, a I'm I could I'm actually sitting up maybe twenty feet from that room uh, where I trusted Christ, and it's it's a neat thing. I, I walk by that place often. The joke is that I got saved that day, and they haven't been able to get rid of me. You know, nearly twenty year over twenty <laughs> years later, I grew up as uh, through the teen department, and then went off to. Uh, Heartland Baptist Bible College, and just had an opportunity to come to work on staff at our church here for about four years, and then just some opportunities and some things in our own family presented itself to where I um, was able to step out of that full-time role, and then transition into the the, uh, the business world, I guess you could say. I, I went to work at a bank, and I've uh, kind of transitioned a few places since then, but now I get to serve. I'm employed as a loan officer here at a local bank. And so I've been, do, I've, I've been doing that for about, oh, I guess about seven years now. And so uh, I still get to do all the, the things I did as a, as a paid person. I do as a volunteer now. It's kind of, kind of like the opposite. A lot of people, a lot of people start as a volunteer <laughs> and they work with, and it works to out to where it can be a full-time paid position. I kind of done in the opposite way. So kind of be able to see both sides of it. Yeah. My wife, Joyce, and I met at Heartland. And that's a fun, wonderful story for a, yes. another day. And uh, Thomas and Amber were a great, a big influence on that. We worked hard on that. <laughs> you, you, you did. Uh, and they, and uh, we've been married, uh, be 10 years in January. And so uh, we've been here. We have uh, two kids, Zach, who's three and a half, and Katie, who's one, almost one and a half. And so we, we've been here in Stillwater. I said, I've been, I've been in charge of our church's children's ministries for a little over 10 years now. Can't believe it's been that long. Very much enjoyed the opportunity to to serve our kids and, and serve our pastor, uh, Wayne Hardy. It's just a, a, a tremendous blessing and a tremendous opportunity to serve at Bible Web Church in Stillwater. 
it's amazing when I tell the, the kind of tell go through the story and think about it in my mind. You know, I, I'm amazed at what God has done and what God continues to do with us and through us. You know, when I first came, a pastor had asked me if I'd be willing to come and, and to do some training here at our church. And I really didn't know what that all entailed until you know, we visited for a while about, you know, opportunity to, to lead our children's program. And uh, we have a unique children's program. It's not your typical Sunday school type program. It's a program uh, that our pastor created called Character Connection. So we teach uh, 36 character traits over a three-year period, once a month, or one every month. We teach four lessons on that trait. I was able to kind of pick up on that. That vision started well before I came along as far as a, as a staff person or as a, as a ministry leader and was able to, we took that, what we had, and was able to kind of fine-tune it and rework and rewrite some of it and a, a lot of it put it together and we get wow. to use it uh, on a weekly basis. We've been doing that for um, next year will be 20 years. We've been doing that, that program. Wow. And uh, it's a unique, unique perspective, a unique take. Um, you know, we do teach the Bible. We teach, and it's just not necessarily a, yes. maybe a chronological through the Bible type approach. Uh, we take the character trait and we, we show how that character trait was exhibited in the lives of Bible characters and, and through the, the Bible accounts and how kids can take that and they can, not only, not only was it true in the Bible, but they can live it out on Monday morning, wherever they may go, wherever they may be. Yeah, so it's kind of a, a long space there, but explaining kind of where we are and what we do. And it's awesome to kind of be a product of what, to, get to, I guess, to be a product of the ministry that you get to serve in and you get to be a part of is, is an awesome, an awesome thing. And it's a privilege not many people get, but I'm very, very thankful. I didn't realize that about you, Austin, that you were you were reached through that ministry that, that now you get to lead and, and basically turn around and do that same thing for others. And so that's obviously very important to you. Can you talk with us about that for just a minute, in your opinion, what the importance of just a well thought out ministry, church, children's ministry philosophy is the, the importance of that? Right. I, I, I go by the quote that kids are people too. They're just smaller. They are there. A lot of times we, you know, it's the kids and it's, or it's the kids area or they're in the back or wherever you want to call it that they, they exist, but they are, they are real people and they have real problems and they have real struggles that in our world today can even be bigger than the things that adults face. And that's regardless of whether they come through a bus ministry or an outreach program or their, their, children of faithful Christian members. I, I've seen the gamut that it doesn't matter where they come from. They still have problems and they still have, they, the, the Bible is still the solution to what they, yep. they, the problems that they have. I guess I always live by that and try to teach our, our folks about that, that these kids need what you will teach them. And that is that we have to do that in a very deliberate uh, way. And we, we try to, instill the idea that we we work in lockstep with parents and with families we make sure that what we're doing is not, is not in opposition or in direct in contradiction to what the parents are teaching at home now if you have kids that the the teacher is is really is their only example of christianity i mean there there's some things that you do have to to promote and you have to do but we always try to make sure that what we're doing is working with parents to make sure that we're enforcing what they're teaching at home. 
uh, and how a lot of times we've understood and heard over the years that that hey I heard that I heard that at Sunday school but I heard the same thing at home I guess that must mean it's important because sometimes kids will turn their parents off and they won't listen to them but if they hear it from a teacher they hear it from a worker that they can have that they're like you know there must be something to this there must be something that this means and that it, it, that it's that important not only to to my mom but to Miss So and So or Brother So and So. We really try very hard to to work with parents and to help that reinforce those truths. It's important for us to make sure that kind of building off of that, Sunday school was really created for evangelism and trying to reach kids for for Christ and get them in to hear the gospel. But not only is it important for for kids to hear the gospel and to be saved, but there has to be elements of discipleship, and we have to make sure that we are aiding the families with evangelism, being able to hear the gospel. And maybe it's that one time that it finally clicks and a teacher's able to have that opportunity to be the one to help them understand that last piece of the gospel that they need to understand, but also help them understand that it's, that life is beyond the gospel. The Christian life is more than just being saved. There's so much more and we can have a small piece in that. A teacher can have a small piece of that. It's just so important that we think through those those steps and how we can add to what's going on at home, and we can build upon that. And that's 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 just a very foundational principle we try to to think out, and we try to make sure that as we prepare lessons, as we prepare activities, as we do any number of things, that we are aiding the, our families and that we're helping these kids understand that they can live out. A Christian life that's to the fullest. Just to highlight, review, so talking about kids are people and they have problems and issues. I, I think going yes. into ministry, kind of thought that adult problems are big problems. And I worked with teenagers for a number of years. So teen problems are little problems. And working with teenagers for nine years, I came to the same conclusion that the issues that they're going through are very similar to the issues that I had to deal with or, or that I'm dealing with. Very often, these are some of the biggest, most difficult problems that they're going to face. And it makes good sense that that would be the same for children. And what is good for kids, what's good for teens, is exactly the same mm-hmm. thing that parents need. The gospel hasn't yeah. changed for any of those people. And yeah. the biblical truth is what's necessary for all of us. So I appreciated your, your mindset there. Kids are people that we're trying to be on the same team as our parents and also just that we can live out the gospel that you are teaching and kids get saved. And now it's time to go and live that. I, I appreciate the work. Yeah, you're yeah, doing. One thing I'll add to that is that, you know, we, we see that teenagers make a lot of life changing decisions through those years of, you know, 12, 13 to 18, where a lot of that is built. Uh, a lot of the, the core of that is built between the ages of four to 12 and there's a lot of things that seeds that are planted and a lot of things that we can honestly, we hear a lot of the horror stories. We can honestly avoid if we can get it right in those earlier years. Um, the, the planting that you do that I, I, I try to emphasize to our, our, especially our younger teachers because they invest and invest and invest and they don't see a lot of result because it's, it, it is hard. It's, you just, you're just hoping with a kindergartner that you get them to learn to sit down. <laughs> and, and that's a, a victory. We have a faithful lady who has taught our pre-K girls class for probably 20 years. And, and she, every year, amazes me what she, t- she does with the, the clay of a, hey, I'm just about to go to school. 
And, and by the time she gets at the end of that year, she has just so just has lots of things molded in them. And I, I love to see that growth. And it's those little pieces, those little keys that I try to encourage them that these are the, these are the deposits. These are the seeds that eventually will grow and someone will come back and they'll water them and they'll water them and they'll put in a little bit more. They'll pull the weeds out. And then as they become teenagers and as they become adults, those seeds that you planted will eventually bring forth a great increase for God. And so if, if we don't plant those seeds, if we don't do our diligence in those younger years, then the teenage years will be hard and harder. And then the college years will be, could be even worse. And, and even we, and we, we've seen, we see in our culture how it's, there are some adults who, who act like kindergartners and it's because they, they didn't get it then. And they didn't get that clear um, instruction or, and, and there weren't things that should have been, there weren't things weeded out that should have been weeded out. So that's why, I mean, that's why I'm, I'm very passionate and very adamant about training and about, and, and the element of, of Sunday school, the element of working with children. If you can win them, if you can instill those truths early on, then there, there's so much a greater possibility of doing so much more in those teen into college age years and beyond and hopefully reciprocating itself when those uh, those kids have their own kids and it comes yeah, back around. That's huge. It is. It's a foundation. You're not going to be able to have a committed following Jesus Christian life, like a, the one that's growing and learning and, and being all that it's supposed to be without some foundational principles and truths in place. And if those can be taught when you're a kid, then we're way ahead of the game. I've got to find out more about this curriculum that you're talking about before we move move on. First of all, you you mentioned the the character counts. Is that is that the correct? That's what you all use. It's character connections, what we call it. Connection, character connection. And be, before we dive more into that, is that something that you use as your curriculum for like children's Sunday school on Sunday mornings? Is that the structure? We use that as our Sunday morning curriculum. Uh, we, the way our church is structured and where our pastor has led us is we just have separate classes on Sunday mornings. We don't have a program on Sunday night or Wednesday night okay. uh, for kids. We're, we're, we're all together during those evening services. But on Sunday morning, yes, we, we do break up into individual classes like most churches do. And we use that as our, as our Sunday school curriculum. Our three-year-old program, we use a regular Baptist press. And, and then in our pre-K and kindergarten area, we use a Becca. And we did that just to kind of get some foundation as far as just straight Bible stories, Bible accounts, and to get some foundation there. And we use the character connection curriculum in first through sixth grade. So we use that and because with character connection, we, we skip around a lot as far as it's not Adam and Eve, Noah, Abraham. Like it's, it's, it's sometimes we'll, we'll be, there's, there are some traits that we like, we'll spend four weeks in the life of Abraham, but there may be then another month we may go old Testament, new Testament, old Testament, new Testament. We may skip around. Sure. So we really made the, the decision, you know, several years ago to, to get that foundation in the younger years so they can have a, a foundation of what the, the Bible stories are. And then with air connection, we, it allows us the opportunity to kind of move around and, 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 and not be as tied to doing it chronologically. And you mentioned that it was 
it existed before you got there, but is that something that Bible Baptist has developed or is that something that you all purchase from somewhere else? I mean, is character connection its own thing or is that something that you all have put together yourselves? It is put together uh, by, by us. Some kind of background of that is that we, and our pastor had a vision to really teach character uh, to, to our kids and, and, and even make it a bigger ministry. And we still have some, some grand and lofty ideas of how to increase it. And we had a man in our church really pick up on it and really run with it uh, from, a, from our pastor's vision. And it's kind of grown. Over the early, in the early years, we had a group of writers that would sit down in a meeting for seemingly like hours on end and would, come, would hash all of it out, really just kind of chisel it out. And as the years have gone on, we've just kind of refined it and made it, yes. streamlined it, and maybe changed a few things here and there. And to where now it's pretty well a finished product. Uh, we're always tweaking it and trying to make it a little bit better. Um, but it is something that we, you know, that we use and we, we, we came up with. Like I said earlier, it's, it's in, has, some, has some influence in the character first um, curriculum, as well as uh, some things from, from Bill Gothard. And so it's uh, Institute of Life Principles, I think is what Bill Gothard it does. And so it has, it has some information from there as far as some, some modeling, but it's completely our own, our own ideas, uh, some yeah. late nights and some early mornings and just a, a, lot, and a lot of good structure, uh, a lot of good content. We're very, very pleased and proud of it. So it, I mean, it's got like complete lesson plans written out and manipulatives, I mean, visuals and all that kind of stuff. Well, at this point, it's mainly just curriculum and material. Okay. okay. Uh, we don't have anything, any of the extras, I'll call it. Uh, we do have a few supplements here and there as far as things that we've uh, pieces that we've come up, come across over the years that add to it, but it's pretty, um, I'll call it vanilla in that it's, yeah. it's, um, it's a kind of a, almost a quarterly idea to where there's, you know, here's your lesson sheet, you know, for this week and next week there's a separate one and we, we pass those out and make those available to our teachers in advance so they can prepare. Now, Austin, is that something that Bible Baptist offers for sale anywhere? Is that something other churches could get, or is that a resource that you have just for your, your congregation? No, uh, we, we, ha- we are not uh, selling it at this point. Um, we, it is available. We're glad to. We, we have shared it with many ministries over the years, and we'd be glad to try to help anybody that would like to look at it. Yeah, that, that's really what I wanted to know is, is can I get it from you <laughs> for free? <laughs> no, it sounds like something we'd be willing to pay for. Yeah, no, it sounds like it's good content. Yeah, and, and yeah, and we, we just have chosen just to, to be a blessing to other ministries. And so certainly if anybody has any any questions or would like to find out some more about that, you can, you can email our church at info at stillwaterbdc.org. That comes to me. I'll just give people your cell phone number. Don't worry about it. I'll just there we go. That's fine. Yeah. You can do that too. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. So, I'm yeah. sure we will include all that that pertinent contact info at the, the show notes there so people can get right. it. Right. And yeah, feel free. If, if anybody would like to call me and visit about it, I'd be glad, be glad to talk with you about it. I heard you're a night owl. So two or three in the morning is the best time to get in touch with you. Yep. So that's what yes. I've heard. Oh, so, yeah. who knows what I might say at that point. That, that's probably maybe not the best time. But Thank you so much for going into a little bit more depth on that. Yes. Because yeah, I know that that is a, a struggle for a lot of churches is, yes. man, what, what curriculum can we use? What's something that we can trust? that is yeah. going to be Bible centered, but I, I like what I like about what you're, you're mentioning there with character connection is, is the purpose to it. Yes. And there's, there's a goal 
there's results, there's uh, a plan through it. It's not just random uh, stories that with no in, in goal in mind. And I, I like the character development there. What, That's good. Maybe you had mentioned as well that, that Brother Hardy, he wanted to focus on character. I, I don't know that I've heard another children's ministry with that specific goal in mind. Why, why character? Why did he want to focus on character? Well, I think it's, it gives us an opportunity to break down some barriers with parents. I mean, Stillwater, Oklahoma is the home to Oklahoma State University. Uh, we are a, um, you may, people hear this Oklahoma and they think it's the bastion of conservatism and, the, and uh, a red of the red state. Um, but unfortunately, um, in our community, our community is actually a pretty liberal community with the university influence. Uh, there's a lot of things, there's, there is a lot of aversion to the, the Bible and to church. And so the opportunity to teach character for a lot of folks, it break down, breaks some barriers down as opposed to, hey, you want to come to Sunday school and hear the Bible, where, where we can say, hey, we're going to have, we're going we're gonna to use the Bible to teach you some character, some good character. It's more appealing. It, 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 it is. It, it allows, it gives it more of a hearing. One thing we, we've done over the, every year we host a vacation Bible school. Kind of one year we, t- we tested it out just to see. We, we did a camp theme, like a, you know, outdoors kind of camping theme. We called it Camp Character. And you'd be amazed at how many calls that we got about people saying, I want to send my kid to that camp. And, uh, you know, as opposed to, you know, Bible school or vacation Bible school, whichever you refer to it as, that has a connotation about what it is. But when they heard camp character, they're like, that sounds cool. And so something that they wanted their child to be a part of. And we, we met lots of different families from lots of different backgrounds because of they, they thought character. I want my child to have character. And we, we have our own, I guess I'll show a little bit. We have our own little track that we for our ministry, I mean, you know, we kind of just reading from it, it says most parents desire for their children to have good character, but how does that happen? Uh, how does that c- come to pass? I mean, especially if you think about an unsafe family, how do they get their child to be a respectable member of the community? Well, at Stillwater's Character Connection for Kids, we aim to teach good character. However, we do not want to just teach them what we think is good, but rather what the Bible has to say about it. There you go. And then whether that's going to school, practicing sports, playing with their friends, or listening to their parents. We don't just want our children to have character. We want their character built by the Word of God. Um, because I, in the book of uh, Ecclesiastes, Solomon talks about things that are uh, grooved within them, that are impressed upon them. And, and the, these traits that we want to, to you know, week by week, lesson by lesson, be able to kind of eat away at and kind of impress upon our kids the importance of, of being a good citizen and having good character, but that character is a groove, that character is shaped by the Word of God. And so it's so Christians should be the best citizens of our community. They should be. Yeah, you're right. And so the Bible and the Bible has principles and has and has the ways to teach us how we can do that. And so I think that's the approach that we've taken with it. It's the Bible is not only good for the salvation, like we mentioned earlier, it's good for just everyday living. It is. And kids need to know that they can be good kids, but the reason they're going to be good kids is because they adhere to, they follow the principles of what God's word says. And that's because that's where the true power and the true authority comes from. It's well thought through. It, it's, it is pretty deep. And, you know, we have some, some lofty goals by getting into school systems and 
and do things. We've even talked about um, having a an adult class that teaches the same material, but it's more maybe geared to families that would not be churched. Maybe they're families from kids that come on the bus or or parents that are just interested in it. You know, it's it, it and that's if you kind of going back a little bit to what we talked about the curriculum. You know, it is wonderfully designed, I think, to be a a supplement to your normal Sunday school, whether that's on a Sunday night or Wednesday night, if you a, a kind of a kids club, you know, similar to um, an Awana or a master club, right. you certainly, the bit, the beauty of our, of our material is that you can create whatever kind of program around it that you want and use, and just use the material for that. I've heard, I know several ministries that have kind of latched onto it, but that's kind of what they've done with it. They, they have activities and different themes, if you will, of what their ministry is about, but they use the material it's a great way to, to do it. And I think there's, there's some good benefit to it. I mean, I'm not trying to do a rabbit trail there, but kind of talking about the material a little bit more, which kind of leads into some more philosophy about how we do it. We kind of, we care nation is developed on the three P's preaching, teaching, practical, and practice. The Bible is taught and preached from every assembly that we do in every classroom that we have. I mean, we, we understand that's the foundation that they have to get the word of God. That's where all these character traits come from. All truth is God's truth. I've heard our pastor say many, many times. And so they have, they have the, everything starts with the word of God. Yes. So we have a preaching time, a teaching time. Then we have a, a practice, practical time, which is where the, we give in an individual class, the teacher has a way to take the timeless truth of the word of God and put it in a practical way. What does this mean to my student, to my child, on Monday morning in class? What does it mean Thursday afternoon at soccer practice? What does it look like? And our teachers take that time and they make it practical. They make it to where that they can tangibly hold it and do something with it. And then we emphasize practice, which is now you, you've heard the timeless truth. You've heard the practical way to apply it. Now you've got to do something with it. And so that comes in the form of a game or an activity whether that's in a small group or a large group, review games, skits, Bible memory time, lots of different ways and lots of different avenues to really express it because we are such a visual and tangible culture that we've got to be able to put our hands on it. And that's, that's the philosophy behind the character connection material is accomplishing those three P's. And so when the students leave class every, every week, they have the ability to have heard the timeless truth of the word of God, have heard what it practically means to them at their age and their life stage, whatever they may be doing or facing. And then they have a way to, pra- to practice it and to work on it at their home, at the school, wherever it may a be. Good plan. It is really deep. And I, I'm, I'm constantly amazed at how creative our teachers get about putting it together. And it, it is, there's, there's a lot to it. Going all the way back to why character and that focus. I mean, uh, I'm almost hearing just, there's even an added outreach aspect to it just because that's, that's going to appeal even to lost people. Like you said, I mean, intellectuals in a college campus setting, that's, that's going to appeal even to parents in that world. What parent doesn't want their children to be more respectful and have stronger character and, and do what they're told and, be honest and, and those sorts of things. So that, that has a very strong appeal, even to people that maybe wouldn't necessarily immediately buy into everything about the Bible and who Jesus is, uh, but they, they know that they want their kids to have character. So that's great. Well, then it gives the kids 
the opportunity to live that out in really practical ways. The teachers are taking advantage of that in the follow it up with that, not just, hey, this is what honesty looks like. You're teaching that from the Bible, but then also showing specific ways how that looks on like on Monday, their soccer practice with their parents. That's awesome. That's great. Thank you so much for joining us today on Not the Pastor. We hope that you enjoyed this first part of our two-part episode with Austin Pollard. We will finish the conversation with him next week. If you want to join the conversation, we'd love to have you join us on Facebook. You can find us at facebook.com backslash not the pastor. If you enjoy this podcast, we would appreciate it if you rate and review us on iTunes. Your rating helps get this podcast in front of more people, helps rank us higher in listings there, so the more people can find us and enjoy the content that you're enjoying. Until next week, we are not the pastor. Pastor.